Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yimini, and each week we'll look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspective is in memory of Shlomo ben Edward and Edward ben Ephraim. May their souls be uplifted and may their memories be a blessing. This week's Parsha Perspective is in honor of the Rafu Shalema of Shu'u ben Brita, Sesom ben Sal ben Batya, Maya Bastamar, and Yerachmiel Daniel ben Dovubasha. May they have a complete and speedy recovery. This week's Torah portion is Parshas Kairach. But before I begin, I would like to say that this Sunday is the third of Thomas, which marks 26 years since the passing of the Lubavitcher Rebbe, Rav Menachem Mendel Schneerson. Traditionally, this is a day for reflection, recommitment, and above all, positive action. Our parsha begins with Kerach staging a rebellion against Moshe and his brother Aaron. Together with a few ringleaders, he gathers 250 men and accuses Moshe and Aaron of nepotism and power hoarding. They took specific issue with Moshe's appointment of his brother Aaron as Kohen Gadol, the high priest, to serve in the Mishkan and future in the Beis Hamikdash. Furthermore, they also argued that since the Jewish nation were all holy, there was no need for any person to be higher than another, and therefore Moshe Rabbeinu did not need to hold the position of the official leader of the Jewish people. In response, Moshe proposed that the next day they would all participate in the test, which would determine who is indeed chosen to be the Kohen Gadol, the high priest. Everyone would bring a Keteris offering, an incense offering in the Mishkan, and then God would make his choice known. Hashem was immensely angered by the nation's association with Karach, and therefore he wished to destroy them. But Moshe and Aaron prayed on the Jewish people's behalf, and the decree was averted. Instead, Hashem made the earth open up to swallow Karach and the rest of the rebels alive. And even after Karach's punishment, it did not stop the rest of the others from rebelling against Moshe and Aaron. So Hashem instructed Moshe about the test of the sticks. A leader from each tribe would have their name written upon their stick, and they would be placed overnight in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, the Holies of Holies. The stick that blossomed and bloomed with any growth or vegetation would be recognized as God's chosen leader. Moshe did as God commanded. He gathered all the sticks from the tribal leaders and placed them overnight in the Holies of Holies. The following day, all the leaders gathered as Moshe retrieved their sticks, and needless to say, only Aaron's stick had blossomed miraculously with a ripe Almonds. This test demonstrated decisively that Moshe and Aaron were chosen and the elected leaders from Hashem. However, a question comes to mind. When Karach initially rebelled, Moshe proposed that they all offer the Keteris, the incense offering, and watch whose offering was accepted. As the Pasuk writes, And Moshe spoke to Karach and all his congregation, saying, Come in the morning and God will make known who is his. But why did Moshe stall and delay the test that could potentially suppress this developing rebellion? Why did he wait till the following morning to end once and for all this revolt and mutiny? The Arachim HaKadosh on this Pasuk, Rav Chaim Ibn Attar, a well-known Moroccan Kabbalist and commentary, writes that Moshe was attempting to save those who would give the Keteris offering the incense offering. As the Torah details in the story of the untimely death of Aaron's two sons, Nadav and Aviyu, that they were killed for bringing a Eish Zor Ashaloid Siva Isa, a foreign fire that God has not commanded them to give. The Ar Achaim HaKadosh explains that Karach came to Moshe in the afternoon just following the giving of the Ketaris, the incense offering. And therefore, Moshe recommended that they wait until the following morning to bring the offering so it will not be considered an Eish Zor Ashaloid Siva Isa, a foreign fire that God has not commanded them to give. 
However, Rashi gives a simple but an immensely powerful explanation. He writes that Moshe saw the intense and radical rage that Karech inflamed within his followers. And being the leader that he was, he wanted to save the people who were even actively rebelling against him. He wished to stop them from going down a path which they cannot return and from continuing on a journey that can only lead to the death of thousands of his Jewish brothers and sisters. And therefore he stated, let us wait till the next morning. Moshe hoped that through delaying and waiting till the morning, their passion would diminish and decline, that their anger towards him would subside and common sense would grab hold of them once again, so they can realize the inherent contradiction and inconsistency of Karach's claims. He first claimed that every Jew is holy and a child of God and therefore there should not be any leaders and yet he also argued that he should be the one who was anointed as a kind Gadol, the high priest. And it goes even further because most of the people who died for Korach's cause had no actual part of his fight because they were from the tribe of Reuven who could not ever serve in the Mishkan or in the Bismigdash. For Yaakov Avinu took away their priesthood as a punishment for Reuven moving his bed into his mother's tent, Leah's tent. And yet somehow, Korach managed to convince them to join him in his endeavor to serve as the Kangadol, the high priest. So by delaying till the next morning, Moshe hoped that Korach's followers would cool off and realize the apparent insanity of their leader and his demands. In our daily life, it is imperative that we understand that to engage while in a fit of rage is the essence of idiocy. For anger can propel and cause a person to ignore all values, morals, and principles to satisfy their temper to make decisions that only protect their pride and arrogance rather than doing what is correct and truly necessary. And in their rage, some will take out their frustrations on those who are incapable of defending themselves. This crucial and vital lesson is apparent in both our spiritual and physical lives. As the Rambam writes, that a person who is angry is considered as if they have served and done idol worship. For during that moment, they have kneeled to the statue of themselves. There's an amazing quote that I once heard. A second of patience and a moment of anger saves you a hundred moments of regret. Have a great weekend and good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.